I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. Leloos is a rock band with a lot of twang guitar alternating with some dreamy songs. Their lead singer and guitarist is Shana Cleveland. She has a solo career that's even much more dreamy and introspective. She's released her third solo album, Manzanita, that came out earlier this year. It was composed during pregnancy, motherhood, COVID, and much more. It has an unusual take on just about all those subjects. It's just about this eerie feeling of being pregnant where, you know, your mind and body are possessed by this creature that you can't see, this invisible being. As an artist, I was just interested in exploring that, and so I wrote the song A Ghost sort of from the perspective of the invisible being slash my unborn son. <laughs> Shana Cleveland. I talked to her later on. Summertime is here, and you need to get your Echoes t-shirt. We've got two for you right now. One is electric blue with the Echoes logo in the pocket position in front, and the other side, the logo is spread out across your back. We also still have some of our Black Echoes 30th anniversary t-shirts left. Let everyone you encounter know where the chill resides, right here at Echoes. Get yourself an Echoes t-shirt at echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. And now, here's Shana Cleveland. If you follow the outskirts of alternative rock, you may have run across the band Lelouz. They specialize in a surf-influenced brand of sometimes dreamy rock. The lead singer and guitarist in the group is Shana Cleveland. Alongside Leleuz, she's been nurturing a quieter solo career, creating more introspective music with even dreamier, more detailed settings for her lyrics. In 2023, she released her third album, Manzanita. I'm talking to Shana Cleveland face-to-face after her live Echo session with her band. 
She looks younger than her years, which I promised I wouldn't tell. I just haven't really, like, it feels weird. Like, I haven't, like, told people this is how old I am. So it feels like I don't, I don't know if I'm ready yet. She has long black hair, which today is tied up into a bun, framing her face, which reveals her mixed racial heritage. Her mother is black and her father is white. She's wearing a white-on-white embroidered blouse and a below-the-knee-length bright blue patterned skirt. She was born in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and both her parents were musicians. They're both musicians. Um, They've had other jobs as well, but they've been musicians my whole life. They still gig and stuff. Now they play mostly blues covers, you know, my dad has like a few originals, but yeah, they've played everything from like western swing to country and blues and rock and roll. So did Shana Cleveland. She picked up guitar, bass, and piano when she was young. They just had guitars hanging out, and we always had a piano in the house. There were always just lots of musical instruments around, and I picked them up and messed around. (laughs) She listened to the music of most hip teenagers in the 1990s. I was trying to learn like grunge covers, trying to learn Nirvana songs and Hole songs, Veruca Salt songs. (laughs) Um, Smashing Pumpkins was my favorite band. And then, like the really hip kids, she studied the precedence of this music. Shiny, shiny, shiny boots of leather. Elliot Smith, The Velvet Underground, John Coltrane, kind of like independent music that college students listen to. And I just got really excited about hearing things that sounded different. She started to find her musical home in the electric guitar. I love guitar. I love playing guitar. I think a lot of the music that I listen to is just music that has really cool guitar sounds. Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like La Luz is sort of a hybrid of like old soul and rock and roll influences. I like Dwayne Eddy. I like Dick Dale. Link Ray was in The Ventures were kind of the big influences for that style of guitar playing for me. Jana Cleveland's own music is quite a bit different from Lulu's. These albums are more personal. The sound is more textured. Her new release, Manzanita, came out of some life-changing experiences, including both pregnancy and motherhood, and about with breast cancer. Some turmoil and some miraculous beauty, I guess. I wrote most of these songs while I was pregnant, and the rest of them during the time right after my son's birth. And so that's where, you know, the original inspiration came from. And then in the couple years that it took for the album to come out after I recorded it, all kinds of other crazy stuff happened. (laughs) That might explain some of the imagery in her songs, which take a more supernatural look at childbirth. The song Ghost isn't about an apparition. It's just about this eerie feeling of being pregnant where... You know, your mind and body are possessed by this creature that you can't see, this invisible being. To me, that feeling was very eerie at times, and as an artist, I was just interested in exploring that, and so I wrote the song A Ghost 
sort of from the perspective of the invisible being slash my unborn son. <laughs> post-pregnancy song, Babe, takes on a science fiction aura. I wanted to see what it would be like to write a song about taking care of a young child as sort of like a horror song. <laughs> and so the repeated line is, I was watching you, and it's a bit creepy. You know, you're just seeing this person that may or may not know that they're being watched. And I think that being a parent of a young child is oftentimes really terrifying, you know, so that's sort of a nod to that. When you woke up in the morning, I was watching you. Though the sun had scarcely risen, I was watching you. the richness of texture in Shana Cleveland's music that separates her solo work from Le Luz's, the instrumentation and arrangements. They're broader and include things like pedal steel guitar. She says she's a country girl at heart. Yeah, I am too. That too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not so much new country, you know, but the classic country. Yeah, I, I grew up on that stuff and still, yeah, I listen to it all the time. Cleveland may like country music, but that's not the sound she was going for. The pedal steel player on both of my albums, his name's Oli Eshelman, and he, by his own admission, is just sort of a moody, unconventional steel player. So he wrote these pedal steel parts, and I think that the idea with the synth and the pedal steel was to kind of create the atmosphere of the songs, the atmosphere that I was writing the songs in, which was just really influenced by the sounds of nature, the natural environment. So yeah, it can be a really just a sort of ambient atmospheric instrument. Nature was part of the process of Shana Cleveland in creating Manzanita, especially during the pandemic where they lived in an idyllic forested part of California. We were out in the country and our son was a baby and we would just go for really long walks in the wilderness every day and just cook meals slowly. It even inspired her use of the synthesizer. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the time when I'm sitting outside and I do most of my songwriting outside, you just hear the sound of bugs and birds and they sound just like synthesizers.
Sheena Cleveland took her pandemic time to reflect on her heritage. The song Walking in the Morning Dew was inspired by her grandmother. Yeah, this one I sort of feel like it's a piece that connects the two albums, Night of the Warm Moon and Manzanita. It's written about springtime and just rebirth and just being sort of awed by the glory of spring and everything coming back to life and also about having this new son and seeing a resemblance of my grandma in his face. And a lot of Night of the Warm Moon was written about my grandma, so. In fact, there is an insert on the album, the physical album, of a picture of your grandma grandmother when she was a girl, a young girl, I guess, at that time, right? Yeah, yeah, she was a prom queen. It's, it's her prom queen picture. Right. Cleveland writes quietly introspective lyrics, but she feels that her songs and poetry in general are something that she doesn't want to necessarily understand, at least on a literal level. I think of them as very intimate, but I also, I don't know, I try not to be too clear, I guess. I feel like I, I want to not understand my lyrics. It doesn't really feel done to me unless there's something that I don't understand. So I tend to try to get to my subconscious mind to access that. I just, I always want to be a little bit confused or surprised by lyrics. Cleveland may not want to understand the words, but it's something any listener should endeavor to do because they are quite beautiful. Shana Cleveland's latest album is Manzanita on Hardly Art Records. I will have a link to Shana Cleveland's Manzanita in a posting for this podcast at echoes.org. I'll also have a list for all the songs that were used in the feature. It's all at echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. Next week on the Echoes podcast, John McLaughlin and Shakti. I'll be talking to the legendary guitarist from the Mahavishnu Orchestra about his newly reformed Indian fusion group, Shakti. They have a new album and they're going to be on tour.
I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next week, tonight, on the radio somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online right now, or whenever you want, as long as you have a subscription to Echoes Online, our streaming subscription service, and a way you can hear Echoes 24 hours a day on demand. Just go to echoes.org to find out more.